0: In, in the old days, there was you, studios had, you know, crews of people who would um, executives who knew about storytelling and would would uh, um, really be concerned about the product, not 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 just the the, the sell of it. Um, and uh, um, I, I just I think that's become a bit of a lost art at the studios, but the great thing is now that it's it's alive and well uh, on, on television.
1: Talking to people about dark matter and neutrinos can be funny. Surely you're joking. Hopefully, yes. What
2: a wonderful universe. Welcome to Surely You're Joking. I'm your host, Dr. Kevin Peter Hickerson. We have a very special episode today. I'm really excited about it. I'll get to introducing our guest in a second, but right now we have our co-host, Jimmy O. Yang.
3: Yeah, yeah. Fresh off uh, a trip to Kansas. Oh, wow. Oh, oh we got oh, to talk, wow. oh, talk about we, that. we got to talk about that. We're going to get back guy, to but, uh, We'll do that another time. Man. <laughs> but, <laughs> Today's episode is way too
0: important. But you're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> exactly. It makes me appreciate L.A.
3: so much more. Oh, my God. It's like 100 degrees with 50% humidity in Kansas. It's absolutely miserable.
2: We also have uh, Owen Benjamin with us, just back from Orlando, actually. Orlando, yeah. yeah. very sad time to be in there. It's a terrible sure. day. Uh, maybe we'll get to that. Um but uh, the guest we have today is a, is a huge idol of mine. He's a comedy legend. He's made some just the absolute funniest movies in the world. Ooh, I in like my you. <laughs> <laughs> he, I, just to name some of them, uh, he uh, did a combination of writing, producing, uh, directing, um,
0: uh, Hot Shots. Nope, and- that was Jim Abrams. <laughs> 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 Sorry. That's a great way, way to start off. No, now,
3: was- <laughs> hot Shots, by the way,
0: I... I would take that as a compliment because it's a great film. I love Hot shots, I like that one, but too. But that was Jim Abrams. <laughs> all right, but directed. you did The Naked
2: Gun. My, yeah. Uh, you did, uh, absolute, I think, the absolute best comedy film of all time. My personal favorite, and it's even funny now. I've seen it 100 times. Airplane. Uh, and you also did Ghost. Uh, I'm
0: talking, of course, about Jerry Zucker. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. Just for the record, it's, it's Zucker, like, Zucker, like book. Booker. Zucker. Oh, okay, Zucker. I,
2: I moved into the to the Zucker because of Zuckerberg. Do you feel like yeah. some well, Zuck territoriality thought, I, there?
0: I think he's Zuckerberg to me. Me too. But, uh- but, but uh, they all call him know, Zuck. They call him uh, that's his nickname. Z- up I, I think Zuck. is that yeah. rhymes with another word. <laughs> yeah. I was a little unhappy. I don't know why he added the Berg to his name. I mean, you know, he he was you know <laughs> he was part of the family and just yeah. I guess decided he didn't like that. No. Yeah, mm-hmm. he tried to keep all the fortune to himself. <laughs> Yeah, right. I'm not doing that. Zucker is good enough for me. Zucker's a great name. Yeah, I don't need the Berg. So I want to tell you something that Neither is... did the
1: Titanic. <laughs> 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 I want to
2: tell you something about Airplane, why it sticks out the most in my head of all movies. Sam zero a... hour.
1: <laughs> no, exactly. We are we uh you were on uh, a show with me and Jordan Rubin once, and we talked about a uh, zero. Oh, Hour. where where? That was for Comedy Central a few years ago. Yeah, and uh, how uh, airplane is there, there was beat for beat another movie called uh, was it zero? Zero Hour? Hour. Yeah, and when you watch it, it's really incredible to see. It uh, was a serious film. Yeah, very serious. Drama, drama. 1956
0: uh, <laughs> melodrama with Dana Andrews, Sterling Hayden, Linda Darnell. And Elroy Hirsch is one of the pilots and and uh, it was the the plot we bought the rights to it because the plot is sort of the same a, a, a it, and there it's a husband and following his wife uh, onto the plane and there's food poison and he has to fly it down so it was like Great, we had a plot. Cause yeah. we were, can,
2: can you watch the two? Is it like they're scene by scene? Identical well, no, or there just are, plot? are some right, scenes. No.
0: There are a lot of. I mean, the the generalized plot is the the big structure beats are are very similar, and there are some lines we just took. Identically, like like uh, uh, when Leslie Neal says, says um, the life on board everyone in this airplane depends on two things. Finding someone <clears throat> who who not only can fly this plane, but didn't have fish for dinner. And, that, and, and <laughs> <laughs> that, awesome. that we use That's the awesome. identical line, but yeah. in our movie uh. it gets a laugh, you know? Mm-hmm. But And then there are a lot of lines that are, you know, they're just the setup comes from them. They're You know, the doctor says to the stewardess, can you, um, you know, can you face some unpleasant facts? And and she she she, she nods yes. And, and in our movie, he says, "Can you face some unpleasant facts?" And she says, "No." <laughs> and, and then they just go. So That's we awesome. did a lot of we, we did a lot of that. We 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 liked when we do satire. We like to watch old movies or any movies really that take themselves seriously like that. Mm. And and. Uh, um, Will you know? Stop the tape and say, "Oh wait, wait! What if this happens? Or what? If, instead of this line, well, this is the punchline." And those lines are great with Leslie Nielsen because he's the king of saying, you
2: know, just the straight-faced yeah. line. I mean, it could be that could have literally been how he acted that role in the other one. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah right. he just Leslie, Leslie
0: is perfect in 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 those. Uh, In those films, I really, I I miss him. He was, we got along because he he was an anarchist at heart and also a comedian, really. I don't know how he did all those serious films all those years uh, because he was really a a clown, you know, inside. And he loved to to screw up and make jokes. And he just relished doing all these silly lines with a straight face. And, And he really, really, I mean, if you look at Airplane, he's the most disciplined in terms of really playing it uh, absolutely, you couldn't tell the difference almost between uh, the way he would have played that in a serious uh, drama and Mm -hmm. and the way he did it in an airplane, except for the comic timing somehow is still there (laughs) underneath it. So he was perfect.
3: Now, is there a lot of improv, or, or were you guys throwing lines at each other uh, during the thing? Or was it Not pretty much scripted. Not at all. Not really? at all. It
0: was all scripted. I mean, yes, occasionally there was something that we would come up with on the set, but pretty much you know, we spent years working on the script. A, a, a lot of that was because w- you know, we couldn't get it financed for so long. We kept, you know, throwing in more, more jokes <laughs> and, and, and working on it and so. But but we figured that that um, you know. It, it, Improv on a set is tricky because someone will do something spontaneously and the crew, everybody will laugh in the crew, but it, it's... Often funny because it's new and on the spur of the moment, but it doesn't not necessarily going to work That's in the film. That's so true. <laughs> yeah, because so, you're almost
1: making fun of what's happening on the set versus yeah, what the audience is exactly, watching. Exactly,
0: exactly. We were very disciplined in our approach to this, and and you know trying to uh, not acknowledge that uh, that we were. Doing anything funny, you know. Everybody pretending that they were in a, a really serious uh, uh, a film, and and uh, uh, that was a you know a big part of it. Uh, uh, for us, and I, I have no idea where I was going with this. I had something I was going to say, <laughs> and then I just crashed and burned. Sorry. Well, also, okay. Well,
3: coverages with improv would be a lot tougher too. Like uh, to cover, um, say, you know, a cross yeah. shot of someone. Yeah. I improv-ing. suppose if someone comes
0: up with, I mean, I don't know how you could ever do a movie like that with with um, uh, you know just improv improvising it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but. Um, you know, if something did funny did come up and we'd say, "Oh, let's put it in the film," then we'd just add the line and shoot it like we like we would any any scene. Uh, you know, Larry David and Curb Your Enthusiasm, you know, has you know plot points, I guess, and mm-hmm. and and then the cast kind of improvise improvises, but they shoot that with many cameras and yeah. you know, mm-hmm. yeah so one of the reasons I I loved Airplane aside from the obvious
2: ones that it's hilarious is I also got to kind of watch different versions of it throughout my life because as a kid it was on TV but of course a lot of the scenes had to be cut because they weren't appropriate for kids or whatever so people claimed and then as I got older like I saw less and less cut versions until finally I actually got (laughs) to see the real version and And I think it's absolutely the best and it's uncut and you finally saw the breasts there across (laughs) across (laughs) the screen and I had been told about them so I knew they were there but <laughs> that's how that's I knew I'd finally gotten the
0: final one was the the screaming naked yeah. lady. I frequently have people coming up to me guys and saying uh a, 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 I saw my first naked breasts in your movie, <laughs> you know, when I was
2: twelve or whatever. You know, I uh, They nice. probably had cable. I didn't have cable yeah, growing right. up, was so that I
0: movie just... rated R but when it came out? Or was it... No, it was actually PG, but that was before PG thirteen. Oh. so it it would I think today it would it would still be PG thirteen, but you don't know today. Um, they might tell us we had to cut down the naked woman or take it. I mean, I, mm. there, it's. It's you know it's a lot of context, right? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's about. If they usually are okay judged. with it if it's not in a sexual context. In mm-hmm. other words, if it's in bed and you show nudity, you have a you have a, a problem. But but um uh in in a uh, um you know just in a where it's just there in the background running across screen. It's mm-hmm. except for I did a movie. A a, a while ago, uh, and some, there was a woman who. Exposed her breast to someone in a car, and we were really just on the side, and they they insisted we cut it down hmm. a little bit. It was too wow. long, so I was like, that was surprising, but I, it it's sort of it's it depends upon who's on the committee and at the time. And well, like, can't you
1: guys show someone getting shot? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> right? yeah,
0: it's yeah, like exactly. you can show all this violence. <laughs> yeah. out. Oh, exactly. oh no, yeah. I could have stabbed a knife through someone's eye, and that's fine. PG-13. Know, but yeah, but show a show where babies God, get life it. from, and you're getting cut. Right. You can't
2: let people from three to 13 see that because that yeah. one moment apparently you
0: have yeah. to you're, you're required
2: like to forget what that looks is. like two
0: beautiful life sustainers <laughs> <laughs> Europeans really laugh at that because it's it's very different there. the you know yeah, they're yeah, right. they're uh, less on board with the violence and the, the sex is fine you know mm-hmm. I'm, but I'm surprised
3: that... now it's not more lenient with all the internet I'm sure 8 year old kids can just go on the internet and look at nudity well, yeah. but yet it hasn't loosened up in the movie theaters
0: yeah
2: it's a, it's actually well because the kids on the internet aren't the ones judging the movies it's usually like parents and stuff. There's well, a there's a documentary about this process. Oh yeah, yeah,
3: the the rating yeah. system. Yeah,
2: where it's just they find anonymous parents and it's just sort of they vote. Oh god. Yeah, so, yeah, they
0: they hire these these you know parents and and uh, they they watch all these movies and they discuss it. And you're right, and they vote. And I went to an arbitration once on a on a film and. Uh, uh, you know where they, which you can do, and then they get a whole bunch of people uh, uh, from the MPAA in, in the room. You know, theater owners, studio heads, all that kind of thing. And and uh, and you you, it's a little, it's a debate. You know, and you you present your your case, which is uh, kind of interesting. Uh, but but uh, um, it, it's, uh, um, it's it's it's. It's kind of a screwy process. I mean, on the other hand, I'm as frustrated as I am with it. You know, we don't want censorship. So everybody kind of gets the fact that it's important that we censor ourselves so we don't have people, you know, up in arms and wanting the government to come in and, and, and mm-hmm. censor films. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, from that standpoint, it makes sense. But they really ought to just look at these films and say, okay. Would this be harmful to a 13-year-old? And I, I think, well, I mean, I guess they, that's what supposedly they think about, but I, it seems like none of them have ever really met. A th- you know, it's their idealized version mm-hmm. <laughs> of an innocent 13-year-old. Yeah. But, yeah. but, you know. Uh, uh, well, people, mm-hmm. when they grow up, they always seem to forget
1: what they were doing and thinking at the uh, same right. age. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like. We had a news exactly. magazine buried in the woods that we kept digging up and looking at and reburying.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like that part. Yeah,
1: we'd like it was called Spank Mountain. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, but I, like generations of kids in my town used to like keep nudie mags in the same part of the woods. That was before the Internet boys. <clears throat> <laughs> so another
2: uh very important credit that I forgot to mention, um Ooh. it's important to me because I'm a member of this group, you helped start the Science and Entertainment Exchange, which is also an advisory board to movies. Um, I uh, first heard about it from uh, Sean Carroll. And then uh, later, I I was uh, at UCLA for a while, so I worked with David Salzberg, who also interacts with them. Anyway, so should I describe it or do you, do you want to Go ahead. describe? Yeah, okay, so the Science and Entertainment... You're, you're on a it, roll. Yeah. You're, you're rolling, yeah. bro. The Science Entertainment <laughs> Exchange is a group that's uh, partially funded by the National Academy of Science. And its job is to provide a list of scientists who are willing to help people making movies to uh, get science issues or science facts in their movie correctly. And so I've worked on uh, Thor is one of the movies that they helped do that. And they, they actually made uh, some really interesting, um, they had a really interesting effect on that movie. Um, and I've done for some for TV shows. Anyway, that's a great organization. Great. Yeah, so it's, I'd fa- love to- it's
0: fantastic. Uh, w- our, our our mission um, actually is, is to just get better science messaging and and we do that in a number of ways but you know in media and uh it actually started right in this room the conversation between um ralph cicerone the head of the uh uh, nas and and my wife and i and uh we he he felt that you know this was also at a time when uh there was a backlash against uh um uh, uh, uh science you know that 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 Particularly from the religious right and, and say, others, and with embryonic stem cell research. What do you and everything. say? At a time, I'm trying to think of when that time is. Well, <laughs> it's t- well, not so. But I don't think it's as. I, I think it's toned down a bit from what it used to be. I I'm, yeah, still, yeah. I, I, I'm sure there's still, um, uh, you know, some some, uh, 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 you know, fear on on uh, on on the. Part of, of of many, but but and there would be resistance still to new uh, things that they uh, 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 you know f- found uh, um, in their in their scientific wisdom mm-hmm. <laughs> found inappropriate or whatever. But but um, uh, you know, and he wanted to um, uh, he wanted scientists to be heroes, and 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 and, and really. It's an interesting thing. The the uh, when you ask scientists uh, how you, what inspired you? Why did you want to be a, a scientist? um many of them, I would venture even to say most, you know, um, cite some science fiction, Star yeah, Wars absolutely. or Star yeah. Trek or some uh, uh, science fiction movie that they saw that really that excited them. And and uh, also, you know, how we are when when. Uh, um <clears throat> Uh, The X Files were on the air. Uh, uh, More women chose science as a career because there was a strong female character who was uh, who was Mm -hmm. a scientist. And of course, you know now. And we hope the same thing
2: happens happens uh, with Thor. Also, that was uh, I think it was a really good suggestion that Sean made to suggest that be a scientist scientist and. You know, I had a lot of. fun. One of the things I worked on was helping develop her character be more of a specific type of scientist, and and I think you know it's in my field, so I he, hope that that has some effect on it. And, no, I'm and, sure uh, and
0: I'm sure it did, and and it can that kind of thing. There's it's subtle, but and and the cool thing about uh, um, uh, science entertainment Exchange is, is, and I give Ralph so much credit for this, he. He didn't care. It wasn't about authenticity, you know? It wasn't about getting the science correct. It was about... Making the science a positive experience, so someone comes in, you know, with a movie like Thor, or some idea to send people to Saturn or whatever it is, which is not really possible uh, <clears throat> uh, at, at at least at the moment. But scientists will love brainstorming with uh, filmmakers and trying to figure out, uh, okay, what would you need to overcome? What are some ideas that could plausibly make this happen that you could make up? And and uh, we. we found that the synergy is 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 great i mean both groups are are creative and uh, problem solvers and mm-hmm. and th- in their in their work and so ev- first of all everybody just it was a love fest everybody really got along and and <clears throat> uh, the filmmakers we have also in addition to Pairing uh, filmmakers who are working on a specific project with with scientists. We also um, have uh, have had symposiums and salons and 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 where we have scientists speak and people come in and uh, the the uh, writers and and directors and producers whoever have, that have come to these. Are 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 just really kind of enamored with the science, and and scientists are really fascinated by show business, you know. So it's, it was a mm-hmm. it's a it, it was a it was a a great thing, and we have going now for like six years. I think we've done a thousand consults or more, uh, and and had a I think had a real a, a, a effect, hopefully, on on, on the culture. Cause
1: it's a it's a good mix, because I think that there, there's been inventions that have come almost out of shows and movies that. I think just a scientist would think that that's impossible, and just a screenwriter wouldn't know the science of it. Yeah. And you put those two together, and that's how... I mean, I think cell phones partially came out of Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, like sure. these yeah. handheld devices that you can talk to the you know mothership well, with. And
2: there's literally, like, a, a fund. It's like a prize for someone to develop a tricorder from Star Trek, like a <laughs> medical... Right. right. Oh, and, yeah. and, like, it couldn't be more clear that that one comes from it, because somebody's just like... We clearly need this thing, you know, and somebody's going to figure out how to do it. So there's like a, a reward if somebody could actually build one that meets certain that's it, awesome it, requirements. It is true.
0: Sometimes science fiction actually leads, you know, the way in certain, in certain <laughs> things. They get I- ideas from one another. Um, so, yeah, and that's, that's, uh, that's been a really cool, uh, cool thing.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. I think getting people interested—that—that that, that is absolutely the most important part. Where some people on the internet and Reddit and stuff get caught up with like little facts, like on mm-hmm. our show, yeah, uh, season two, there was a scene where some guy like puts a cup on a computer and starts deleting on a code, and that's Silicon and then,
1: Valley on HBO.
3: Oh, yeah, <laughs> and, then, and, and, and then all the people on the internet are like, "That's impossible! You can't do that! I'm gonna stop watching the show. This is not feasible." But like, what they don't understand is like, obviously, we consulted our consultants about it. It is. possible possible first of all and even if it isn't the most important part is the other stuff that comes from the show that maybe gets you interested in the tech world not mm-hmm. the fact about each code has to be absolutely accurate Just well, there, so there I, is
2: a bit of a like a weird paradox here which is the more accurate science fiction gets mm-hmm. and and i think your show almost is a science it's not really science well it's kind of science fiction but it has the same <laughs> issue the more accurate they try and make it sometimes you get a bigger bash backlash because then people get so excited about it being right that they mm-hmm. feel like they're
1: proofreading they're it. They're perceiving it as reality. Yeah, right. Like, right.
2: like Interstellar definitely was like this. And so uh, yeah. Kip Thorne, you probably have met him, I imagine. Uh, he's also been a guest on the show. He was my rel- uh, relativity teacher. Oh. So I already knew a lot of the... Uh, he, he taught these the things that are in Interstellar. That was what he found interesting. So even though it's not you know, exactly practical science. He had things like wormholes and black holes and how big they could get. Mm -hmm. And so I recognized a lot of that, but a lot of people, their their, um, knee-jerk reaction was that it wasn't exactly accurate and so they actually did just like with your sh- right. with that where they were so excited they were that it was though, right? real yeah they were I like speed, that is, but it was a wrong but
1: though, right? it was almost like they were so smart to think that it wasn't true but not smart yeah, enough yeah. to know that like Argantuan had to spin like ridiculously fast to make that thing possible i,
2: I wouldn't say it was they the, the, weren't smart enough it was just like they were so exci- they not got so, so excited
1: i talk, at the I end, talk with broad strokes yeah. not small you know,
0: enough i th- i think it's i think the, 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 Key is it's it's um, it's not about accuracy so much with the science fiction thing, but it's about one once you establish a premise, how, however wild that that is, that. It it's it the the rest of the story follows logically and, right, and right. plausibly given your premise because even with a crazy premise if all kinds of stuff happens that just is magical and doesn't make sense then you're just all over the place and and it it, it takes you out of the film so you you mm-hmm. have to this. say okay if. Aliens are attacking from Ma- from Mars or whatever you know some planet. It, 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 you know, how would you? Let's. What is a logical way of of uh, of killing them or something that we they would do or we would do? Uh, that's that's exactly
2: why I like science consulting and physics uh, because those two things are in common. Because in physics, we there is no absolute accuracy because the entire point is to discover. It's like we're in a story. And the rules of the story are that we have to discover the rules of the story. right? And so the two are really similar. It's just like that. It's like yeah. there's a constraint. You know, obviously a Norse god is not a scientifically valid thing, but that's what made it fun. It was like, well, if humans were going to be trying to interpreting, you know, the, what a Norse god was doing, it, it was fun to try and build a whole story behind yeah. that and make it as believable and and lifelike as yeah. possible yeah. And, yeah. But
1: well, like stormtroopers have never had one marksmanship training class
0: <laughs> well, like never once that's in all movies the bad yeah. guys can have the worst aim I mean they yeah. fire and they fire and it's just it's just random. keep missing yeah, yeah. There's,
1: there's, that always drives me crazy yeah. you know it's, it's and lasers like, and you, go slower than sound <laughs> <Right>.
3: yeah <laughs> well like Kip said uh, when we did our podcast with him he's like the point is not really to try to teach you physics is to get you interested with yeah, in right. in the physics. heroes of right. scientists. Yeah, exactly. Make it like cool. The Flash. You watch The Flash? Oh, no, I don't, I don't watch other network shows. You know I'm too good for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, <right? laughs>
2: he only watches his own dailies. <laughs> yeah, I used to be that way and then I realized that I was a
1: sheep so I kind of broke <laughs> off. I only watch my own dailies.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was a good one, Kev. Thank
1: nice, you. Kev. <laughs> No, you like the Flash, though. It's all about solving everything with science and compassion. I and haven't watched it. I'm
3: sorry. Well, you, know,
0: you know what, what um, Carl Sagan said was one of the best shows for science on, on television, actually? It was Scooby-Doo. And the reason he... <laughs> no, it would oh, sound odd, but the, what he said was every episode there's some... Thing it's like a ghost or a phenomenon or something that they think is is uh, you know some strange horrible thing that they're scared of and they're dealing with it. and then they figure out by logic. W- that it's really just the uh, curtains blowing, or the thing, or whatever. Yeah, that, yeah. that They uh, uh, they they didn't think it was, and uh, um, and you know his point was that's science, you know, to take something that the scientific seems, method, yeah. yeah, yeah, seems like a, 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 a amazing and preternatural, and figure out okay, well, let let's find out why this is is happening. Yeah. And it, the same thing
2: happens in science. You think it's like a new particle, but it's really just a guy in a
1: mask. Yeah. Exactly. That's <laughs> hilarious. It's actually just a
3: swamp monster.
1: <laughs> but I think sometimes, like, um, what's it called, uh, the quick bait stuff? I think can can take science and make it bad, where they make correlations <laughs> that are not causations. Am I getting that wrong? Yeah, that's a huge. Yeah, there's yeah, a whole where list of people start being like, oh well, a study proved it, and it's yeah. like, well, the study was paid for by a certain group of people. Yeah. I almost, I've been tempted sometimes
2: <laughs> to make like a like a flowchart of the common mistakes that a news story will make. Because it's a, it there's these, these little they're like optical illusions that people fall for every time, and they're not really optical illusions. Right. But, you know, totally. Like, you know, like a study states that, or a new study finds that that's one of the first ones right there. Like. A new finding doesn't automatically invalidate 20 other findings. Right, and you who know, so is they? they. <laughs> right. Like, I have
1: this, well, like, skepticism of just, like, groups of people that are unknown. Uh-huh, but it's yeah. like, they proved. It's like, who's they?
0: There, there are, Well, you know what the problem is? There are too many science journals now that aren't really that credible. And, oh, yeah, there's and tons and of them. There's tons, tons of them. Of them so, and, of course, the press doesn't give a shit. They just want to, they find something interesting, you know, right. that uh, uh, <clears throat> if you rub toothpaste in your ass, You'll, you know, uh, uh, end up living longer, and they—wait a minute—that they isn't true. <laughs> yeah. That's all I do. Well, I've <laughs> <laughs> Thought I, it made your fart smell I, better. I actually but. have found that to be quite true. <laughs> I, I, I'm actually a hundred right now, and you wouldn't wow. I don't, I don't look a day over sixty-six. Anyway, so, so no, but that—that's, uh, um, uh, you know, the. So you see, all this stuff gets gets publicity but it's but it's not peer-reviewed and it's uh right. um, you that's know. that's why i don't think i never personally at least i
2: hope well sometimes mm-hmm. i get frustrated and do this but i don't think scientists should say oh just trust us we're scientists don't you know just yeah. listen to what we say because the problem is that message doesn't actually get to them anyway. Somebody's in the way of giving that message. Right. So it's it I think it's a way higher priority to have yeah. like a science literate society. And I yeah. think movies yeah. with science in point. it really help. Like the more entertaining, the more popular they are, and they have this basic logical structure, the better. Because then people can learn, you know, when somebody says bullshit, they can, you know, they can call out bullshit. They'll be smarter at it. And Mm -hmm. I think that's actually happening. Even though the amount of, like, like junk science and all sorts of weird things that are on the Internet, I actually think, like, people are getting better at filtering. In a weird way, maybe that helps filter it. Because if you didn't, you'd go crazy. Because, like, literally everything would contradict everything else. There's so much information now.
0: Hopefully people are getting used to the idea that everything you read is not... You know, uh, not not fact, right? Because yeah. uh, uh, I mean, you know, it, it used to be when when you were just dealing with newspapers and magazines, you know, like uh, check a, out a lot oh. of what you yeah. read would be true, and there were less of them. Uh, it, it was the the, uh, the fact content would be higher, but on the internet, when anybody can just publish anything they want, it's it's uh, uh, it's 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 very low. Yeah, I mean, you literally would go crazy,
2: I think, if you, well, there are some people who do go crazy, but, because they do believe everything they read, and just, in today's world, that's just, like, you must live like a, like a fish, you don't have a (laughs) three-second memory, where you forgot that the thing you said before. I I wonder what
0: it's like with, with, with younger people, I mean, I, you know, obviously, when I was a kid, there was no internet, and, uh, um, so I grew up kind of trusting print, uh, mm-hmm. m- media and what I and what I read in books and whatever and and uh, now it's different. And so when I do look at something often my first reaction is go really, you know, to, to kind of yeah, start to believe it. Oh, I have to God. remind myself, oh wait a minute, this may not be, <laughs> <clears throat> might not be true. And I, I wonder if if uh, young people who grew up with the internet are, are more skeptical, you know, just. Yeah, I'm like that a conflict. Like
1: if someone talks trash to me, I'm like, dude, I will kill you. And then I'm like, oh, this could just be someone who's crazy, like yeah, in a like basement. Twelve-year-old Korean kid. Yeah, because I like I originally think someone's literally in my face yeah. confronting me, and I'm like, whoa. And I I think the younger generation knows they just call it trolling. They're like, oh, they're, they're yeah, trolling yeah. you. And yeah, I think like, for us, the... we got
3: internet. I I got internet when I was like what. 13 14 i was like but 17 I, yeah, yeah but i still can't really flip my brain around thinking that like, because any conflict is still very real to me yeah and all articles still very real to me my brain hasn't flipped it's like the whole language thing we talked about your brain doesn't flip it's like this internet thing is just like any word of mouth just like any print to me still because i got it kind of late so i'm like yeah this is real because i'm reading it <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, and uh,
3: but there's a new between two
1: worlds, Jimmy. We're (laughs) caught between two worlds, (laughs)
2: my friend. There's a new phenomenon, though, on top of all this, which also we're new. Oh,
0: new! Sorry, I misunderstood. There's (laughs) probably a nude component, I'm sure, but because
3: let's talk about that. Yeah, Yeah. we can can strip it down. Yeah. Uh I think they should have people magazines for scientists. If you, you know, let's really try to glorify, you know, scientists, right? Because yeah. they they did this research a while back. Actually, I read this on the internet, so I don't know if it's true. But um, they did this this research a while back that it's they like say Neil deGrasse Tyson hammered again in another bar. Recently. <laughs> yeah. 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 And scandals. <laughs> scientists. Yeah, science. Science. You know if we could get signed to
0: scandals, that would probably make them more popular. Because <laughs> right. in
3: in our country, they researched it. Uh, they asked like twenty year olds or kids, you know, high school kids. Also, w- who do you look up to? And, and all of them are like celebrities, like Tom Cruise or even right. like Kardashians or something like that. But they asked European countries and Asian countries, they looked up to politicians, they looked up to uh, world figures, uh, scientists, and things. I mean, that's a lot more positive. It, like am <laughs> trying know, to
2: imagine stri- an America where people look up to politicians. That seems
1: Ooh, yeah. so striving,
3: striving But Striving to be the next Einstein – you know, rather than striving to be the next Kim Kardashian, I think that's a lot. It's hard to imagine anybody
0: looking up to Kim Kardashian. I I don't know. I mean, uh, not <laughs> yeah. knocking. I mean, look at she's 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 done well for herself. Mm-hmm. But I but I'm not sure it's the it, and uh, you know I guess in a certain realm she's entertaining. But I'm mm-hmm. not sure it's the kind of thing you you look up to. But I I guess. But you she know. is
3: like somewhat of a role model to girls, which people is very look up sad. To, people look yeah. up to Zuckerberg though. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. So I think yeah, a tech a lot of the tech, boom, tech people, I, I think that's yeah. positive. But yeah. we should really just have a TMZ for only nerds well, and that's tech hilarious. scientists. And you also know, take away the word nerds. Why? Yeah. You know, nerds are such well, a negative connotation. You know what we wanted to
0: do at one point was do scientist baseball cards. You oh know, was yes! Awesome. Photo on one side and a little, you know, thing what they invented on the other side, and uh, might be a collector. Them. So buy them from the show. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like what weird that.
1: OCD thing will f- make them flip out for no reason? That's like one of the stats. <laughs> like for Kevin, it's uh, what are the implications of this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you say that to Kevin after yeah. he does some neutrino study, he flips out. <laughs> I'll be like oh I don't know
2: nothing or the cure for cancer the salvation of mankind everything doesn't
1: have to be making money immediately Owen (laughs) we're trying to understand how the world works
2: (laughs) I think there's you know one of the issues is science magazines they always have a cover of an experiment or of a thing I've never seen or seldom seen a science magazine like American uh, Scientific American or Discover very seldom do you have like you know a guy on the front. Right. Oh, well, or, now we got know, like Ledges on the Wired line. they have got a uh,
1: uh, Musk is is up there. He's becoming a bit of yeah. an Iron Man character.
0: Yeah. yeah. There right. aren't a lot. I mean, it's hard to find. Thank God for Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, He's really kind absolutely. of taken over uh, 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 for Carl Sagan uh, now in terms of being a, um, a media star, scientist. Uh, but it's hard to find. Um, it, uh, you know scientists generally are are not theatrical, you know it, mm-hmm. it, and, and so it's hard to find those kind of big personalities in in science. I mean, they're certainly there, but it's that's, that's uh, why I'm proud of my very big personality.
1: keeping it. because <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it wouldn't go well with the scientific n- nature of solving problems. Like no one's just like, Gets real emotional and fiery when you're just going down a list of things to They make. need more poster yeah. boys. Well, you
2: know? but, okay, but see, on the other end, from the academic side, there's a battle going on there, too, where sometimes the big personalities actually uh, hurt the scientific part. So that's, like, a big issue. Wow. Like, well, like, for example, there's this saying that says, um, it, when somebody is really into the press of their research more than actually doing the research, there's, like... Uh, hey they should spend more time in the lab and not in the New York Times that's yeah but right. that's a
1: hater move that's science haters right. like, we well, call him a some... hater
3: in the rap business yeah but
1: that's drinking some haterade but we yeah. also get like all these people who like <laughs> go to the extreme. they want to be the next
2: Einstein so badly that that's all they want and they're not actually trying to be you know like a, actually do the work to be a the right. next Einstein that makes sense. you know it's like uh, um, you know it's like a uh, uh,
3: but it's like actors, some of them want to be stars and some of them are actually about the craft. You know? Right, like yeah. same as comedians,
1: like I'm about the craft and, and, and Kevin I'm, is I'm, I'm just about
3: the money, you know what I mean? No, your yeah. you're a crusher, you're a
1: killer. You're doing great. You Kevin just any... wants to have his slash next to physicist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Do, you, do people but, introduce you like that? Like, he's also a nuclear physicist coming up stage next Kevin Peter Aikerson. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They
2: do?
1: Yeah.
3: You think that helps? or it, def- it, oh, it definitely def- helps. helps. Yeah. Because the bar set so low. Oh, nuclear physicist. Ah, okay. Well, and Dude, it just gives I'm, him credit where, where yeah. they're like, well, he's, he's right
1: probably
0: what he's saying. <laughs> like
1: with comedians, it's like, who's this guy? Like, it, like with him, is, it's like... Is
0: your, is your stand-up routine science-based at all? Uh, It's science-y. science-y. It's not. It's not, it's,
2: it's not a j- is jokes that only scientists would get. In fact, actually, right. well, that I'm would, still you bad. You should do that. You should do I a joke should, that but... you're
1: like, so this neutrino, like something very, very specific. That I've be, tried. What, know, I've tried. It's just... The,
2: I can't even be a stand-up to scientist yet. Like I have not mastered that at all because they're coming from i give talks to scientists all the time but they're coming from an audience like this come from a such a different mindset mm. that you literally i can tell the same joke that would work in a in a club and it doesn't work there because everyone's like why did he say that? There's like it's just, they just—they don't
1: even understand why you're trying to. Well, because there's do no irony the to it. It's yeah. literally <laughs> almost <laughs> like you're just. T- it's kind of like uh, what's his name, uh, Andy Weir, not watching Silicon Valley because it's just like watching his life. <laughs> right? You know, like just, the juxtaposition is that you're a scientist, but for
3: them, they're like. Why is Kevin just saying things without a lot of merit? Right? Well, it's almost like uh, performing to Asian audiences. You know, they, they, like, they don't, a lot of Asians, don't have sarcasm growing up and all that. And, and, and they'll be very respectfully nodding their head like, okay, I see this guy's a great speaker. Okay, he's doing his job. But they wouldn't laugh. Like a joke that will get laughs in other clubs might not get laugh in an audience full of, you know, Asian people. The they don't have in that. sarcasm
1: in China, really? Or Yeah, I don't think so. No, they and, don't. And they the,
3: don't?
1: Uh, they're like, why'd so the guess. chicken cross the road? And because Mao told him to.
3: Because <laughs> they got he got beat <laughs> went, yeah. in a factory. That's why he crossed <laughs> to the other factory, across the street.
0: I'm not sure Mao jokes are real funny in China right now. I may I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't it been, have been enough to time? Have a I mean, when's it,
1: I mean, what, Deng Xiaoping was before or after? After. Right? So yes. we have some buffers. it <laughs> <been> some time. <laughs>
2: I, I potentially could be the reincarnation of Mal because he died on my birthday. So, oh, ooh. yeah, that's so it's possible. That's
3: very unlikely. Oh, and uh, Jerry Naked Gun was huge in China. Oh, really? Yeah, and in Hong Kong, that humor. Oh, huh, good. Um I I grew up watching it. My my dad was a huge Naked Gun fan. He you know put me on all of it because right. it's very similar. Hong Kong. You're such
0: you had such a great dad. So lucky. <laughs> uh,
3: in Hong Kong, there's a sense of humor, like the Stephen Chow stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so you know he did challenge soccer and all that stuff. Now he's crossing over, but in Hong Kong, he used to be the biggest uh, comedic movie star in Hong Kong. He still is. And he did this Ooh. movie, it's called... In Chinese, it's called Mainland 007. In um, American, it got translated to from Beijing with love. So he How plays is that? this... How's that the translation? Well, it's like from Russia with <laughs> oh, love. Gotcha, was a, gotcha, uh, gotcha. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. James Bond movie. So he's like this really shitty James Bond that came from mainland. Because Hong Kong people love to make fun of mainland. Right. And he goes in all these... It's kind of similar to Naked Gun. And that They're kind They're going to regret that. There's a genre. <laughs> there's a genre in Hong Kong. It's called... Um, if you trans, it's called Moleto in, in Cantonese, but in, in uh, English, it basically trans- translates to, like, uh, uh, senseless comedy. It's, like, funny for funny's sake. It's not like there's a point right. or anything. I like that. That's yeah. the kind of it's, I like. and it's amazingly funny when I was growing up watching it, and I think Naked Gun, like, I think translated <laughs> so well to that culture because it wasn't, like, s- trying to be serious. It's just so funny, you know, and right. everybody can China understand now
0: it. now is... is uh Producing a ton of movies, Chinese Mm -hmm. movies, and uh, they say in a couple years they'll they'll overtake us in China. Right right now, we're we're just a little bit ahead in others. You know, an American movie, the box office uh, of American movies versus Chinese uh, movies in China. Uh, But that's gonna all change in that, and it's just gonna get, I think, you know, bigger and bigger. And they'll, you know, they they seem to be figuring it out.
3: Yeah, I think the market share and the money is definitely still there in China. The yeah. only problem is, I don't think they have the training necessarily. Even, even with yeah, acting, but they get and good writing. at things fast over there. They do, but not in a creative sense. That's why you don't see that many Asian right, artists. So Asian right, actors right. in general, Asian directors, um, right? So I think if you look at the quality, say they spent $100 million on a movie and we spent $100 million our writers and our products and and our directing comes out so much more polished. If we watch a Chinese movie regardless if it's in Chinese or English, it looks like shit for the most part. Ooh. Like the, the the plot is very um, you know there's a reason there's a three act structure, you know? I mean yeah. like Chinese like they don't know they don't know yeah. anything about that. They just think they're like oh, it's they're, cheaper to have two acts. They're like uh, really <laughs> <laughs>
0: Kind of like at the end you watch
3: just a lot of lot You watch a lot of these movies, and they all look like like really shitty M Night Shyamalan's. You know, they just rely on <laughs> twists and like cool stuff instead of like actual emotional arc of the character. Uh-huh. So they really got to work on that. Are and, they uh, also
2: really overly culturally targeted? Because I think American movies have gotten pretty good at like. Appealing
1: to multiple countries, we're trying to appeal right. to China more now. Like you can see that in a lot of oh, the big yeah. blockbuster yeah, movies. But
2: like yeah. Bollywood has is already way beyond the number of movies that Hollywood is. But well, it doesn't yeah. really translate far outside Very of true. India. You mean the fact yeah. there's that like is. a choreographed
1: dance every four minutes? <laughs> right. yeah. yeah,
2: exactly. So like that's an absolute requirement in Bollywood films, but everyone else in the world doesn't and everyone's exactly chasing want that some all the time. beautiful woman down
1: a street like i don't think that translates great right over here yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah and i think humor our sense of humor here our movies translate a lot better than like chinese humor a lot of chinese movies now especially it's very local it's like inside jokes Oh, right. this guy go to the gambling den in sunton oh that's funny because my yeah. uncle does that that type of thing right whereas you know here we're just <laughs> but here we're just funny and also you know, with the whole structure and, like, the stuff they teach you in writing class and acting class, we try to appeal to the human emotion just as human beings. Whereas over there, they don't really have that depth, I feel like, you know? So I'm not too worried. Obviously, I want their money. Hopefully, I'll blow up there one day and they'll hire me. Yeah. But I'm not worried on a artistic sense that they're catching up to us. If
2: they don't like this critique, you can just say, oh, it was sarcasm.
1: Mm-hmm. You guys wouldn't get it. <laughs>
3: yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> no,
1: but that's another thing about the cultures. They're fine with critiques. They're like, "Oh, we'll be more creative next huh. time." <laughs> and then they're like, "So now we
0: will be that." Someone, they, <laughs> some Chinese company sent me a script and they wanted me to. They said, "We're sending you the script, and we're making uh, Jerry this offer, paying him a lot of money to go to China and shoot this film in Chinese," which which is odd because the actors. Talking, you would have no idea what they're saying, mm-hmm. really. Yeah. But, but yeah, I think uh, put the accent on the one, You know, when you or whatever. But, but the um, it, it was odd that what they sent was this kind of story with all these pictures, these beautiful pictures of the locations and the characters and the gods and the princesses and and uh, kings and whatever, and. And I kind of said, uh, "Well, gee, this is really interesting, but um, I think you really need a like a a, a writer, a, 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 <laughs> a, a <laughs> screenplay, yeah. and make a screenplay out of it because you have." To, and I was just sort of starting to explain kind of what you were uh, just uh, talking about, Jimmy. And and uh, they listened, and uh, then they they said, uh, "Well." We'd love to have you make this, but we're shooting it next month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. with those oh, play. okay, That's you awesome. know they—they they just wanted to. They had the money. They had the. They just were. They wanted to move move ahead. So, okay, I, I never found out what actually happened to it. But they, <laughs> there was a movie was. about that. Well,
1: it's an Altman movie, I think, with Tim Robbins. Was it called The Producers or? Yeah. What was it? Where uh, they, they got rid of writers? You
0: remember yes, that? Yes, yes, I remember. <laughs> Not the producers, but I remember that. It was. That, uh, um, Oh, I uh, remember I remember the film you're talking about it was great yeah it had a lot of so st- funny yeah, yeah. They,
1: they, they, it was like this was the plot as they'd
3: be like we can just do it like they were just looking at news stories and they just got yeah. rid of all the yeah. writers for them it's a business and a discipline just like anything else right like if you watch the Chinese Olympics like the opening ceremony was great but it wasn't that artistically beautiful it was just very disciplined with 10,000 people beating on the drums it was like oh wow this is impressive it was like one of those dominoes things where you're like oh no way that must have taken a lot of time and effort yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's time and
0: effort, but it's not art in
3: a way. Right. It's it like, can be replaced by, by an arrow. as soon as,
0: he pu- as soon as they push that first domino, you kind of know what's going to happen. Right. You know? Yeah, you're like, <laughs> it's still going. It's wow, no, there's, there's no much... surprise ending to that. Yeah. You know? It's I'm
3: impressing you with tough work. It's like, okay, the worst The worst thing uh, that I, I, I hate about comedy is uh, when a comedian instead of doing jokes, sometimes they do a list. They name off a hundred thing off the top of their head. You know what I'm talking about? And that always gets an applause break. Yeah. Not because it's funny, because the audience is impressed by your memory. And really, yeah. they're clapping because they want you to end that fucking joke. Yeah. yeah. It's out of stress.
2: I, I'm glad <laughs> yeah. you're saying it's not a good idea because I always felt bad that I don't have that kind of joke. More, no, one that, no. Yeah. no one likes no it. It, that joke. No one likes it. The show. easiest way to get an applause break, though, is to do something that takes talent. You know, it's like, oh, <laughs> I haven't been funny, but suddenly I have this talented <laughs> that's not comedy.
3: Thing. That's a so a I'll go for it. I, I'm okay. really,
0: you know, it's, it's. I'm really adverse to. F- f- what I would call faux humor, you know, mm-hmm. because there are certain things, also swearing on stage. You know, you are you allowed to swear on this show? Is yeah, you yeah. yeah. Show? yeah. Oh, hell yeah, fucking. Yeah. Show. Okay, yeah. no, yeah. sorry, I had no idea. I was behaving. Anyway, in there a <laughs> cunt came over to the house. No, no. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I'm just kidding. The the. Uh, um, uh, it, 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 you can swear and get a laugh on on stage. Sometimes you can get a laugh from from cadence. You know, it's mm-hmm. just the the when you land the line right and people laugh because they sense it's time to laugh. Yes. Or like you say a list because the president. But it's not really. There's no jokes in it. I mean, I, a lot of times right. I mm-hmm. see I see these. Uh, comics some of them even pretty successful and i i see it's all cadence in the way they move They're and that, you know because it's easy to Absolutely. to um imitate this this kind of uh you know uh, uh, comic embellishment you know the the mm-hmm. the 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 the, the, uh, uh, the banter the the look the the pacing whatever it is and uh, but i i want jokes and uh, that that always drives me uh, drives me crazy yeah, it's almost like a,
1: uh, a compliance thing like you just make the audience comply yeah I where mean, you like you establish that you're an authority figure and you're like this is when you must laugh
3: right like, and then they <laughs> go yeah. ah i think like jeb's please clap yeah, <laughs> yeah that's great i think louis ck said that in that interview with chris rock and jerry Seinfeld when they're yeah. on the couch on youtube he that was said great i'm a good enough comedian where i can make anything funny and i can make anyone laugh with anything because you know I know a way to do it where the jokes ends here and people are gonna laugh because right. they're trained to with the way my yeah. voice is with my cadence like he said same with Chris Rock he's yeah. like yeah yeah yeah. yeah." yeah it no longer becomes that for him he said it becomes like actually writing some stuff that he feels strongly about instead of just making anything funny well, yeah. well
1: uh, Kevin Hart will do his act without his spin to make sure that the jokes work oh right. yeah oh, just oh, do, it, he'll do it without doing his Kevin Hart sp- uh, cadence just to make sure that
0: all like especially when he does God, another there... tape of that? Yeah, yeah he does it all the time. Well, that's oh, always okay. you know when we write a comedy, um, it's a screenplay. It's a, it's dangerous. We never imagine a really funny actor in the role because. If then, like, if you're imagining Jim Carrey in the role or something, then you—oh, he opens the phone book. That's going to be great. Imagine <laughs> Jim Carrey trying to find an address. let oh, make phone a book. Face. That's yeah.
3: hysterical, you know. Yeah, that Chinese squirt with Jim Carrey would be amazing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and then
0: you end up handing to Jim Carrey, and he looks at it, and he's—he's going to say, "Well, there's no jokes, you know. I—I yeah. I I want, you know, and, and and or if God forbid, then you don't get him, you know. And it's just you—it's—it's it's not gonna—it's not gonna work. So you really have to. To actually <laughs> you know write gags for a you know a faceless person that you uh, you imagine. I always felt
1: the American Office did that a little. Like they relied a little bit too heavily on awkward pause and then camera thing. Yeah, like they would just have a normal conversation. It was like, oh, so the Xerox machine is broken, and then I would just be like, <laughs> Look awkward at, pause camera. Uh-huh. <laughs> and yeah, I'm like, yeah. what the joke? Wall. What was the yeah. joke? And I'm <laughs> a, I have friends with a lot of those writers. There's a lot of great well, stuff in that. The, but, it's uh, like, but
0: you know, it's uh, the thing about that. It's. Uh, um, it, it's hard to know if, if they said, okay, to, to all of us, what's, what's your advice? What do you think we should do? It, it'd be hard to know how to answer the question, that particular uh, issue on that show, because they, uh, they got a lot from style on that show yeah. you know yeah. and and uh, it was and I think there's something about the style of that show and and the cadence of the performance uh, and and the characters that people loved even without punchlines, yeah. there was something about watching these, all these different personalities interact that it didn't matter if they were, you know, if it wasn't gag, 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 you know, where, whereas other shows you need, you know, that's the whole thing of it. And they kind of, you sort of uh, imagine that if it didn't get a laugh, they would, they would. They would cut it you know and and so that that's um uh uh but i but i agree with i know exactly what you're, yeah. you're saying but it's a uh, it's a tough one to parse i think it's actually a huge you like ac- that word parse yeah yeah it's good it's a that's great the word. Throw that in. uh silicon valley knows. they do such a
2: good job of throwing in that so kind many of jokes. Words. yeah they whoever you guys have must have like a hundred advisors because just the tech conversations are so on point but
0: um, Kumail is hilarious on that show. Yeah, he's for, yeah. funny. On That's Twitter another too. show it's with funny. great. You just love to be in that place. You know, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I always say when I look at, think of a, thinking of an idea for a movie or a television show or something like that. I a question I always ask is, do you want to be there? Right. And mm-hmm. and 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 even and I, I you know a a haunted house you know you even though it might be scary or a murder you know in the, on the loose yeah but you want to be there you know what I mean and yeah. and uh but, but you know some things I go nah but I do I really you know is this is like you know out at sea on a, on a <laughs> boat for you know hours or something like that is that is that really um I I don't I don't feel like being there, and and uh, but but you know Silicon Valley is a show where that whole that whole world you 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 just you love it. You wanna you wanna be there. Mm. I, I think a really big success for American comedies
2: on T V comedies. I love the fact that like the laugh track is no longer needed. Because talk
1: about it's almost just ugly. the opposite. Yeah. It's yeah. almost like we got okay. inoculated to the okay. that. I tried
2: yeah. watching one and it just uh, with Ashton Kutcher's <laughs> new one and it I couldn't believe it. It okay. was so painful to have that in yeah. there. Okay.
0: There's a story. <laughs> we um uh when we made the television show Police Squad uh, mm-hmm. on at ABC, um, and the, the, uh, that was in a day where um, all sitcoms had laugh tracks, mm-hmm. and we, the deal we made with the with ABC going in was it would not have a laugh track, you know, unless we. Yeah. Changed our minds or signed off on it, but mm-hmm. that was part of the deal. They couldn't put a lap track because we just couldn't imagine. It goes against the whole style of our of <laughs> right. our humor, yeah, of course. Leslie and Nielsen with a lap <laughs> laugh track. <Yeah>. <laughs> just, oh my god! Because exactly. like the whole thing and is major, like, and we're pretending that it's not funny, right. you know? Yeah. And 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 so so. Um, you know, sure enough, after they, they you know, they saw the first show, and we, you know, we, we actually, we screened the show in front of a live audience, because for editing, that's what we were used to with, with films mm-hmm. and stuff, and, and, you know, made our all edits, so we knew it was working, but the the studio was wearing, they wanted to put a laugh track on it, and they said, and of course, we said, you know, no, and they said, well, can we just send you a laugh, you know, an, a We'll send you a cassette with a laugh track on it. Yeah. Just and please just look at it and then let me know let us know what you think. You know, and and uh I guess someone there must have said they're when they see it they're gonna love this. Song, <laughs> you know? But but uh but so we, we looked at it and we could it was like Ah take it off. You it's know, we, we, it was just uh uh, it was anathema it was just chalk on a uh, fingernails on a blackboard, mm-hmm. uh, and, and or chalk on fingernails or something. I don't know. But anyway, uh, it, it it was, you know, that show didn't uh, wasn't successful. But but uh, uh, it, they um, uh, they they could have been right for television. It may have been. Work better. I mean, the funny thing was Tony Thermopoulos, who uh, ran the network and canceled the show. and we we totally got it because the the ratings started out okay and went down. So all right, you know that's that's not a great sign. and and uh, but when he canceled it, he said it it didn't work because you had to watch it. <laughs> hey, you know, yeah, it's I, like I, I guess those. The yeah, I, I Amy landed. I
1: got a baby. I gotta got pick him up. <laughs> oh, okay. man. Right, right, right. I love you guys. Hey. So you guys are awesome. Yeah. I'm sorry to bounce. It's just I have a baby now, and uh, they need a car seat. They can't take a cab. All right. And you're, you're, you're just leaving in for the for middle of the
0: interview. I know. I'm, <laughs> de-
1: I'm debating about getting divorced and staying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you should do that. I it, or you I'm you like, hang with the funniest dudes ever. Send the Tell them about Uber. I know, I should, but it's got, got an 11-week-old baby that's probably just yes. shit himself. Mm-hmm. Pretty young. Congratulations. Yeah. Right, thank you. <laughs> you're, you're awesome. Boy or girl? Boy, Walter. Walter, all right. Yeah, little man. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'll see you
0: guys. Pleasure. All right, see you you're on. awesome.
1: All
0: right, Take care. I think he thinks you're Owen awesome. Owen is out of here. <laughs> yeah. See okay. you, Owen. So with your... What an asshole. <laughs> I know, right? Fuck that guy. Jesus. <laughs> Fucking joke. <All> right. <laughs> <laughs> Never liked him.
3: <laughs> the most painful awesome. hour.
2: Yeah, uh, so you were like a pioneer of getting that out of American comedy. We might
0: have been the. I mean, I think it was either that or, or we delayed delayed it for a few years because <laughs> everyone said, "Aha, see what happened to Police Squad." Uh, but but yeah, I think we may have been the first sitcom without a laugh track. I don't know, I mean, but but uh, it was not. Done. Now, a lot of people um, sometimes criticize
2: Big Bang Theory for having a laugh track, but they don't actually. It's in front of a live audience. Oh yeah. I mean, It's very genuine.
0: Really. Yeah, it I mean. is. I mean, uh, uh, in front of a live audience is uh, is is better because you actually have that interaction and mm-hmm. and all. But they, you know, they often sweeten that. Uh, right. anyway so it's a little I mean, laugh tracks are really bad and you it's the same laugh over and over on every show <sighs> yeah, you know yeah. kind of are the mm-hmm. same 12 laughs or whatever it right. is right and uh, so at least on a live
2: show you yeah. know it's a new batch of yeah. several hundred people so it's like genuine right. it changes yeah. and I wonder if people laugh differently now too if <laughs> you can like there's date always
3: laugh one or... crazy lady just like a comedy club laughs super loud oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah. Yeah. Know how to cut that lady out
0: <laughs> right right, right. Okay. actually What's... they should have that that'd be great to have if you're doing a show with a laugh track just to get a recording of of one person "Ah, ah, ah, (laughs) (laughs) going, or like a dennis miller in the background (laughs) like that somewhere (laughs) just keep
3: putting it in that's actually great jared with your style of comedy you know um did you draw inspiration from somebody because it's very specific in a way like like you said it's very uh you know, uh, straight face and doing a very serious, as if it was a serious yeah.
0: movie. I think there are a lot of. The, I mean, I know for some reason, you know, we all grew up in in Milwaukee, and um, uh, I know David and I used to, even as 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 kids, watch these television shows with the family and and we'd we'd put in our own punchlines you know we'd kind of be making fun of it but but we loved these shows by the way they weren't Mm like uh, I do that my wife drives her crazy she gets so mad at me yeah it can can also be a little obnoxious yeah it's super obnoxious unfortunately we were the family laughed and we were encouraged you know but but we 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 uh um uh we find even when we're picking a movie to do to satirize we have to find something that um we not only f- you know find foolish enough but we also have affection for it you know we love those old flying movies mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. it, it you sort of have to combine both but but we we also read mad magazine as a kid and later the marx brothers and and I don't know it just for some reason it just, it, it that was our sensibility, you know, and all three of us. It wasn't like, you know, it was a decision, you know. We, we were all kind of into that. And I think Leslie Nielsen, as I said before, he he, he was really into that, too, that yeah, idea it's per- of, of it's such doing a- it with a straight uh, 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 face. So, so um, you know, I, I don't know, um, uh, you know, all the... Things that uh, might have gone into that, or or you know reasons. But
2: what do you think of these this new kind of genre movie where it's like deliberately bad, but not bad enough to be a comedy, like uh, like Sharknado and San Andreas (laughs) and The Core, like because they're 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 not quite so Jerry
3: by asking him about Sharknado. I'm asking what he thinks of this new style because it seems like it's getting more popular Uh, now. Well, I think San Andreas they didn't
0: intend to be. Camp? Did they or, or did they? I don't well, know. It's that's
2: the thing. It, it it's is so, so on
0: the border. It's getting yeah. confusing. Like it's well, just I, filling know, in the cracks mm-hmm. between when,
2: when legit <laughs> satire, bad movie, and serious movie. Like you can't yeah. even tell now yeah. where it's supposed years, to be on that years line. Years
0: ago, when they came, when they came out with uh, Airport, I don't know. It was the third or fourth one. Or oh, they used to do the year Airport. Um, uh, 91 too, where airport Raider. maybe it was 80 before this. It was uh, 88 or whatever, but it was um, it was the Concorde, the one on the Concorde is the last one, and apparently it was so foolish. That, and those movies were intended to be serious, you know, action dramas, and apparently it was so bad that people were laughing, and then they <laughs> they changed the ad in the newspaper to 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 read. Uh, the thrills are great and so are the laughs, uh. you know, because they wanted to say, oh, no, no, we knew we, we knew we were being <laughs> uh-huh. they, they Oh, did. and Turbulence
2: did that, too. There's movie Turbulence. Have yeah. you seen that one? No. It's the same way. It's just like Sharknado. I mean, it's a serious uh, airplane disaster movie where they huh. go through a really bad storm. But it's hilarious because it's just so... Like, it's so dumb. And, but they, they never break... Like, you can never tell that
0: it's supposed to be a comedy. And so, you, I don't... Yeah. To the, it's one I, of these I, ones where sure. I don't know. Yeah, Sharknado is obviously a, a camp. Yeah. You know, that's... Yeah, 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 that's yeah. He, he means it as a, you know, as a as a camp horror uh, movie. And that's kind of the fun of it because it's so ridiculous. The premise is so ridiculous. Uh. So, okay, you you get it right from the beginning. I, I don't think... I, I don't know, but I, I don't think they intended. Um, San Andreas to to be that way and a lot of these other things I think okay. you know it's really like Channing Tatum's like.
3: career they had him do like action like serious movies and you know people were just laughing at him like this. Uh, come on man this guy can't act and now he started doing more comedy stuff they're like oh yeah he's kind of dumb yeah. enough to be funny and he's good at that he's good at the yeah the, the dumb action, funny jock yeah. which is yeah. you know that you gotta play to your strengths I think <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Jerry are you working on uh, uh, any new projects that you would like to plug or anything
0: uh, well no Nothing, nothing that's um, uh, that I can send people out to uh, buy tickets to at the, <laughs> at the moment but I'm, I'm working on a on a, 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 a several things that I think my favorite at the moment is actually a, a, a live theater show a musical. Oh, a awesome. Comedy that that I hope eventually we're going to start it in Seattle at the Fifth Avenue Theater, and then eventually I hope we go to Broadway. Uh, but it's kind of a set; it's a satire of musical comedies. Oh, that's awesome! Uh, but it's um, uh, uh, I, I'm just having fun with that. We just did a reading uh, of the first act in New York with music. I'm not writing the music. I'm I'm. I have no musical abilities whatsoever, (laughs) but I wrote the book and I'm directing it, and and uh, it's um, it's just I it's really been been fun, and I kind of love being over my head. I mean, I know nothing about Mm -hmm. (laughs) why Seattle instead of (laughs) L.A. Uh, because there's a great theater in Seattle called the Fifth Avenue Theater that um, uh, my agent sent the script to, mm-hmm. and they loved it, and they sort of, so they've kind of been sponsoring us, and so mm. it's a great out-of-town uh, you know, preview uh, before going to. York. I mean, it's a great theater. It's. I mean, I. Well, Seattle is great in general. It's a great David theater. Great, uh, town, comedy yeah. uh, scene there. Oh yeah, too. people are really very yeah.
3: respectful of comedy there. Yeah, yeah. They're not yes. snobby L. A. audience. You know? uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it's the perfect place. I'd really much rather be be there to to get it started. So, but that won't. You know, it's it takes. A while that that'll be that'll go up maybe uh, fall of. 2017 or or spring of 2018, we don't know yet. Do you have any uh,
2: sci-fi comedies that you're into? If you need any sci-fi help, I'm on the Rolodex. Uh, Oh, great. (laughs) All right. Definitely. Well, you (laughs) know what?
0: I'll take one of the things, comedies we are working on and put some science into it. I'm always looking to put science in. So we actually do have a science comedy. It's a a TV show, but it's not where... uh, um, we're we're just in the process of 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 trying to get it going but it's it takes place at the hadrian collider and <laughs> it's about a- uh, <laughs> all these you know physicists at the hadrian collider uh. and and i think it's great to uh, have a pilot uh uh written by these uh, these three uh, great writers evan uh uh, Susser, uh, Maddie Smith, and Van Robichaux, and uh, that sounds uh, awesome. Yeah, it's really, uh, um, it's really good. So anyway, that sounds we, amazing. If we get going, I'll, I'll yeah, call you yeah. for consultation. Awesome. And it'll,
3: yes. you know, get more awareness in the Large Hadron Collider, and really, kind of get people interested in all that kind of stuff. Which, actually, before I started this podcast, I barely knew what that was. Yeah, uh, I,
2: I'm still shocked when I meet people that don't. No, but I have to, like, get back into my own mindset. Like, yeah, not everybody yeah. hears about this. I mean, this, have you but... seen
3: Jaywalking? Half of America doesn't know who our vice president is. Yeah, yeah no. that's a good point. It's, it's very sad. <laughs>
2: yeah. And most kids can't name a president other than Obama. I heard that recently. <laughs> wow.
3: so, <yeah>. Jeez.
0: <laughs> that's a little frightening. A little strange, but, you know. Yeah. what do you
3: think about the new, like, TV landscape? Like, with Netflix, HBO, all the serialized well, stuff? I think it's great. I mean...
0: Look at I I I I miss the old movie landscape. Yeah. You know, but but the good news is there's more of a demand for content now than than ever, um, and I um, I think it's I think it's great. The more uh, people in the mix, the the better. The more opportunities there are, and uh, the better. And uh, um, you know, I think streaming. Uh, has changed everything because now anybody can really be a distributor. You don't have mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. own a, a network or a, uh, even a cable station and you have a cable license, which are really expensive. The the uh, um, you know you've got to find a way to get an audience, obviously. But but uh, I mean I really think in a way anybody could really. I'm surprised more big companies don't don't do that you Mm -hmm. know and and uh
2: uh i think it's getting more and more like
0: netflix's budget for content was was huge huge this year well netflix is so i mean Netflix. they were so smart and they did it right and they their model is smart and and uh they've they've been able to um uh, make great shows you know mm-hmm. uh, um i
2: think and- the networks really <laughs> screwed themselves over by getting on board with the streaming earlier I yeah. like that they, they opened the door to netflix because there was well, a lot of stuff that they you couldn't even get that were you know the, yeah. the normal shows people wanted to watch and yeah. now it's like they're trying to catch up but it's a little too late now because yeah. all these all these other players
0: yeah well but, you know that's just evolution cool here's what because, i like I about the about that business, not not only streaming but the cable channels and everything, is that is that it, it's um, it's not about the opening weekend. It's about uh, how it plays mm. over the long run because mm-hmm. that's what's going to make it successful. Whereas in movies now, you got a huge audience um, in for the first weekend and you're out, and that's really what they. What people care about, it's and all that's, brands and It's all, it's, it's all yeah. marketing, right. you know. It's all marketing, and and not and, and uh, uh, you know. There's a pretty healthy independent world now, but if you can make a movie for a low enough uh, budget, but but uh, there's there's not much in between anymore in terms of the, uh, you know, uh, certainly not the studios but even with independence are going to be a much lower budget and then they love the the studios love the big budget you know uh action um uh, testosterone aspects uh, laden yeah. films and and uh and they love big titles uh you know mm-hmm. uh and and so it's all about about uh about that whereas um uh, it at, at Netflix and other places uh, they want uh, 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 people with passion and and uh, who will um, who have a, uh, an idea that that uh, um, that will play mm-hmm. uh, over over time right and grow yeah. and and so it's that so you're making decisions of uh a whole different way when that's the way you look at it. Yeah.
3: Have you been approached at all? I mean, you know, Naked Gun is such a huge brand, and 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 of course, you know, airplane. Everybody knows. Have you been approached to do another one, or well, would you be interested? You yeah, no. Um, <laughs> I mean, the
0: thing is, it's hard. First of all, Nick, I, I actually am working on a satirical television show um, that that uh, I'm, um, uh, uh, you know, that that hopefully I'm just we're just uh working on it now but but um uh, and hopefully I'll be get it, be able to get it going but the the um uh you know to to do police squad without Leslie, mm. it's just going to seem you know because it's just never going to be what people expect or 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 what even if it's just is the are terrific and they're really done well and you get a great actor i mean maybe it could but it's it's and 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 also i just don't like generally going back and doing the same things mm-hmm. you know which is a huge and, trend right now yeah look at that rush hour yeah. tv show that yeah.
3: completely tanked yeah. and it, it, just this right.
2: summer the list of movies coming out this summer it's like 90 independence day yeah for it's, it's yeah. either a sequel or a remake yeah I'm just yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean it's
0: no it's just it's 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 terrible they've lost their I mean you know in in the old days there was you studios had you know crews of people who would um, executives who knew about storytelling and would would uh, um, really be concerned about the product not 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 just the the, the sell of it mm-hmm. um, and uh, um, I, I just I think that's Become a bit of a lost art at the studios, but the great thing is now that it's it's alive and well uh, on on television. Okay, you know. uh, I think we gotta wrap it up. Well, no, I have a lot more to say. Oh, um, okay, Kevin. I'm... <laughs> you know, when I was a child, I remember my father. No, no, sorry. <laughs> all right. I would love to spend all afternoon talking to
2: you. Yeah. That's, but I don't want to take up all of your time. I should go to work anyway. Uh, <laughs> do you want to plug something, Jimmy? Really yeah, fast? sure.
3: Thank you so much, Jerry, for doing this. Podcast. Yeah, thank oh, you so thank much. Amazing. I gotta tell my dad about this immediately. <laughs> um, yeah, I got some live shows coming up. You can find me on twitter at funny asian dude or <laughs> my website Jimmycomedy.com. i'm not gonna plug my other uh, iteration of my website um and uh i think i got like uh san francisco punchline coming up august 9th and 10th and then some stuff in texas and another J- just go on the website you'll find out thank you
2: okay and uh i'm gonna i might get to open for owen at the hollywood improv on the you get 18th to open for i him? might get to okay, he's on, i'm on the fence <laughs> uh, he's on the fence <laughs> We'll find out, but you should go see, see Owen. I plugging in the guy who left, I'm plugging his nah, thing. Fuck but anyway. It, man. <laughs> but in case Mary, you should go to the Hollywood improv this uh Sunday. Um yeah. Jerry Zucker, this has been did I say it right? No. Z- Zucker. Trying. All right. Book, remember. Zucker. S- yes.
3: Yes. Ah, yes, he did it. Jerry's.
2: Nailed it. You just nailed it. <laughs> Boom. Jerry Zucker I like that. The, using the well, book well to be Zucker fair Kevin
3: helps. messes up everybody's name he messed yeah, up my buddy it's kind Josh of name I mean yeah. come on um, I
2: think I just flat out called him Steve or something yeah. I don't remember
3: <laughs> actually very few people normally I
0: just let it go because everybody says Zucker you know or Zooker or something so they know but you know I just thought Zucker alright Jerry Zucker this has been a huge honor for me
2: thank you f- so much for being on this really uh, interesting story it was a pleasure story. this is
0: fun thank you and
2: I hope I will see you at one of these events yeah. at, uh, I haven't yet gone to one and I really want oh, to you uh, it, oh you yeah. should Oh, they're great oh they're great i mean yeah, we, should, we probably should have met a long time ago <laughs> yes I think, i'm sure because i've been yeah i've been on doing this science consulting thing for a while uh anyway thank you so much for being here under- this has been a Shirley. you're joking later